Warning, this podcast is very silly. Rob and Al are silly, silly boys. If you are easily offended, then please turn it off now. I don't know. With this one, it's too obscure for Wikipedia. Yeah. It's barely got an IMDb. <laughs> uh, what have we watched this week, Al? We have watched a... Well, we've watched the first half mm-hmm. of a karate Christmas miracle. A karate Christmas miracle. Which is a great title. 2019. Mm. Uh, bear with us this week. <laughs> Because I saw this and I, I read the blurb and I thought, perfect. And then while we've been trying to watch it, it's <laughs> it's like following a fever dream. I don't know. I said to Rob at one point, I was like, am I actually here? Am I awake? <laughs> what is going on? Um, so that's why we wanted to do like a part one. A bit like we do with Grams Goes to College. Yeah, when it's, when it's this... It's not the best. No. So when it's this dog shit, like this actually might be worse than Grabs Goes to College. But he's got some, yeah. Grabs Goes to College, there was there was a theme. Mm. Like it was, it had a, it had very loosely had a plot. It had a flow to it, didn't it? Yeah. And a structure. Whereas this does not. Do, well, I think it thinks it does. We'll get into it. We'll explain a cry Christmas miracle. It starts with, uh, again, production quality, just so you're aware going in, real low. Yeah. Real low. It it feels like they had $10 more than Gramps did. Yeah. They had a better sound recordist in some scenes than Gramps did, but yeah, not very good quality. It feels like a a university, like a student, first year student film. Yes. Is how it feels. Like there's no, maybe there is lighting, but it's bad lighting. Mm. It looks very flat or like overexposed. Yeah. The sound, whenever they're not right next to the person, is dog shit. So just so you're aware, when we're describing these scenes, use those paintbrushes in your mind (laughs) to create the masterpiece. Yeah. So it starts with like a tracking shot along some houses. It's Christmassy time. It's the first instance where, like, you, what do you say? I don't know if this is going to be a Hallmark film or a horror film. Yeah, or a porn. And then, or, and then the first scene started, and I went, or a porno. Or a porno. <laughs> you can tell it's going to be shit because the tracking shot they're trying to do is obviously handheld, and you can see it shaking all over the place. But I thought it was a drone. Maybe it was a drone. The way it, it, moved, it looked, that dr- that sort of awful, like it was shaking in the wind. Yeah. It looked like a drone to me, but yeah. And then we go into the house uh, and we've got our first character that we meet, Abby, um, mm. who is our protagonist, we will meet in a little bit, is the mum of the protagonist. Now, Abby is preparing dinner. Dinner is a delicious, massive bowl of salad leaves. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. Uh, we get, she looks sad. She picks up a third plate. She sets two plates and she picks up a third plate and she does a sad face. She does. They like a reflection face, doesn't she? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just the two of us now. No, yeah, my husband's been dead a year. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's written on her face, her yeah. thespian performance. Well, she looks, they also, what I loved is that they had like a picture of the husband next to the plates yep. that they crash zoomed out to reveal. <laughs> like, that's, there he is. Um, and then, then she's like, where is my son? Jesse, your dinner's ready. Dinner is ready. It's going to get cold. The salad is going to get cold. Uh, <laughs> you little dickhead. <laughs> So she uh, shouts him a few times. She, she does shout Jesse a few times, and he doesn't respond. So she goes to his room. Mm. Well, we say a room. It's clearly a set that someone's built. Uh, yeah, it's the same room she was just in, but yeah. they've just moved the furniture around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we find Jesse. Is it a gi that he's wearing? Yeah, like his karate outfit. Yeah, his uh, gi. Yeah, he's wearing like a bright red gi, which I don't think he takes off. I think he wears that throughout the whole film so far. So she meets Jesse in, in his room that was the same room she was in, but we've just rearranged the furniture. Uh-huh. And obviously, to make sure you know it's a kid's room, there's like uh, something on the wall he's made himself. Uh-huh. And that's about it. Yeah. Uh, and he's practicing, he's reciting the last 10 presidents backwards of the United States of America. George W. Bush, Bill Clinton, George H. W. Bush, Ronald Reagan, Jimmy Carter, Gerald Ford, Richard Nixon. Richard Nixon Lee. was impeached. No, he wasn't, Mom. He resigned. Hold on. Let me finish my list. Richard Nixon, Lynn B. Johnson. Um, and it's all to do with his Christmas list. Mm-hmm. He's got a Christmas list. He's got things t- he has to achieve. Things he has to achieve. Things he has to tick off. Reciting the presidents. He gets to Nixon, doesn't he? And his mum's like, Nixon was uh, impeached. He was impeached. And she go- he goes, no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. He was. He left of his own volition and he's a right sarcastic little fucker he gets he gets right up to her and he's like listen mum yeah he was impeached he wasn't impeached he yeah like he left as you just said yeah but I mean I get where that comes from because so is she with everyone she's like an absolute knobhead oh yeah yeah, yeah. everyone she has a conversation with she's just like I'm better than you Mm -hmm. um and yeah they do that and then he explains that I'm working on my 12 days of Christmas list Last year, Dad told me that if I did everything on the list, I could have whatever I wanted for Christmas. And this year, all I want for Christmas is for Dad to come home. Jesse. His dad is gone missing. His dad's been missing for a year, and he knows how to get him back. He knows how to get Dad to come home. He has to complete this list, so he's got a list of things to do. But the main thing is he's got to get his black belt, for karate black belt, by Christmas Day. <laughs> and that'll bring his dad back. <laughs> His mum's like, okay, yeah, well, would. <laughs> his mum's like, well, I don't know. You know, we've talked about this. What happened to dad? It was, you know, it's really horrible. And I, you know, but that, maybe, no, I don't know if you're going to get a black belt in five days. Because it's five days till Christmas, Alistair. Mm. Five days till Christmas. That's a lot. I think he's on green belt when we see him at the start. I don't know the colours, although, do, don't I? No, you're going to find them out. So she's like, right, come on, enough enough for this. You're not going to be able to bring your dad back. There's only five days till Christmas. Your dinner's getting cold. Mm. And the sarky little bastard goes, dinner's always cold. Dad was a better cook than you. Come on. I think dinner's getting cold. It's always cold, Mom. Dad's a better cook. Oh. I'd be like, don't eat anything. Stay in your room. Yeah. If I hear you doing any Christmasless shit, you're grounded. If I hear any karai noises from <laughs> if Christmas is over, <laughs> fuck you. Um, and then, honest to God, yeah, I've I've not fucking clue what happens next because it's just a mashup of stuff that goes on. So we're gonna get the plot wrong. Does he have a nightmare? <laughs> Probably. Does Eric Roberts just pop up? <laughs> 
<laughs> so let's say, yeah, he does. So the. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, we're going to butcher this one. I don't give a fuck. Really? You're not going to watch it. If you just, if you are like, God, this is really bad this week, just watch the trailer and be like, yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So throughout the thing, the kid, Jesse, keeps having nightmares and it's just, he's in a cinema and Eric Roberts, you know, you heard Eric Roberts, the actor from Dark Knight and Julie Roberts' brother. Yeah. Is up on the screen rambling about dying and people being killed or something and how Yeah, he's he's sort of he's kind of doing jigsaw from Yeah uh the oh fuck my the my mind's gone. Saw, Saw movies, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's kind of doing that thing, but it's not that at all. People will think this is greed and hatred. It's not. It's just that things need to be even. They can ask why, but They'll never understand. The people they hear about on the news, they won't understand. Only those that come here tonight will finally see what it's like. What it's like to be destroyed by someone you thought was exactly like you. Tonight, this town learns what it's like to be afraid. Just felt like the drunken ramblings of like your uncle, and yeah, like a Christmas yeah, yeah. pie. And he's just up there like an island. You don't know about where I've been. Generation could have done a whole lot of stuff. I'll kill them all. I'll kill them all. Hey, okay. <laughs> Crazy. Well, I've had enough. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's time for you to go home, <laughs> Uncle Rob. <laughs> um, and then yeah, and then it cuts back and the. The key, that he's, he's we, like rolling from side to side yeah, in his bed. The direction's mad. His direction for his dream acting was insane. I think then we go to the cry place next. And he's like, Mom, Mom, yeah, before yeah. we go to cry, Mom, Mom. And she bursts in and he's like, I was dreaming and there was a theatre and Dad was there mm-hmm. and there was a man on the screen. It was Eric Roberts and he was <laughs> rumbling. And she's like, Okay. Sure. Why? Why were you in it? How do you know about the theatre? And he's like, because Dad was there, and he was arguing about how the Constitution got made. Oh my God! Yeah, this happened. He made me watch this. Mom. 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 What is it, Jesse? What's wrong? I had a terrible nightmare. There's a scary man on a screen. I didn't know what he was talking about. Then there is a clown with a gun. A clown? Yes, and a woman. Jesse, why did you dream of that? Do you know? It was at the theater. The theater where Dad was when he disappeared. But, Jesse, you've never been in that theater. It felt so real. I felt like I was there. I love that she goes, why would you dream that? to him like yeah. has he got a fucking choice <laughs> can you actually have a nightmare and was like well that's your own stupid fault for doing that isn't it yeah cheers okay now it's like I pissed in the bed I'm not gonna get my fucking flat belt don't you dare tell anyone at the karate dojo that I pissed the bed alright sensei will not forgive that it makes me feel it's on the mat not slippery yeah. <laughs> shit oh it's my gee boom you're gonna have to watch my gee <laughs> So yeah, after that we go to the do- we don't go to the dojo. We go to the cry place. Yep. Uh, and it's 
What I love about the mum is that it's established that she's she's in marketing, isn't she? But clearly the person writing the movie had no fucking idea what marketing is because it's just her on the phone call going, I could sell uh, turkey gravy. Of course I can. It's yeah. Christmas. Hot gravy. Of course it's like, what? Are you a salesperson? Are you selling individual items? Or do you work in marketing? Later on, there's one where she's like... Um, yeah, I can't remember what she's doing, but every call she's on, it's like, yeah, I could sell that. We course we could do that. Yeah, there's, there's one where she's like, hey, I could sell jello to a jalapeno. Yeah. It's like, what? what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Gravy speaks Christmas. No, no, it's not just a Thanksgiving thing. You have roast beef on Christmas. So you have gravy. A whole chicken, you put gravy on it. What? Prime rib? No, no, that's au jus. Au jus is a whole different thing. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. Yeah, now you're thinking, okay. And I can pull that off by making Santa Claus stir the gravy and then pour it right over the turkey for Mrs. Claus. That way we kill two birds with one stone. It's not just women in the kitchen anymore. And turkey gravy is hot on a cold Christmas day. Okay. <laughs> What's that got to do with marketing? Well, and then she's the she's the very busy mum. Yes. She's not she's not engaged with this karate lesson at all because she's she's on the phone doing this mental marketing Who job. Fucking would be engaged with that as a parent. You sort of sit on the sideline and go, oh, I mean, I'm not a parent, but that's the kind of parent I would yeah, be. I would. I would be like, be like oh, oh yeah, I wouldn't be able to be like, oh man, don't don't cry again. No, you wouldn't. Don't do yourself down. <laughs> I would. After the 10th cry lesson, I'd be like, <laughs> fuck me. After you've washed his pissy gee. <laughs> I've been there too. But yeah, so he's in his cry lesson, and these kids, again, the direction for fighting is just literally flap at each other. There's, they're the only two there, by the way. Yeah. Them and the coach. She's on the call making calls about turkey gravy. Uh, and then... <sighs> She get. I think she gets a call from someone. I can't remember. I fucking well, before that, Jesse, her boy, has got this kid that he's fighting in, like a Kamora death grip. And she's like, uh, Jesse, don't do that. Don't be too He's ready to snap his yeah. arm. He's like, this will bring dad back. He's like whispering in his ear. <laughs> I've got your other arm locked up so you can't tap, bitch. Tell, tell me where my father is or I'll break it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then the coach guy is just like, yeah, fuck each other up, I guess. I don't know. No, you're paying enough. Fuck yeah. you. Your mom's supposed to be paying attention. I don't care. Um, and yeah, then she gets a call. She gets a call. I don't know who from, though. No. I don't know who it was from, the call. <laughs> I just, so for some reason, she gets a call, and she's shocked about it. And she goes, ah, ah, is what my mind's put in there. And then we go to the college, is what I remember. <laughs> Is that what you remember? <laughs> yeah. Why like, not? My brain's turned into mashed potato. Honestly, just to sort of step out of the, the episode for a second, this is the maddest thing we've watched. Oh, yeah. And we've watched... If you, So this will probably get uploaded very soon, I'd imagine, because yeah, we'll it's a Christmas one. episode. So you lot don't have a clue some of the mad shit we've watched yeah, yeah, already. Yeah. Like, we're recording this... What, on the 12th of December, is it today? Something like that? Yeah, we've almost been doing this for a year now. 11th or 12th. So there's a lot of episodes that we've recorded that you've not heard yet. Mm -hmm. This is the maddest thing yeah, yeah, we've yeah. watched. So if we're not, if it's not very, if it's very nonsensical, 
Don't judge us on that. That's, we probably should have paid a little bit more attention. It's difficult. But it's also not our fault. Honest to God, we've... Anyway. You, you'll, you you'll find out. You'll find out some of the weird shit we've done. And we managed to remember the plot to that stuff. Yeah. This is just all over the place. I swear to God, after the dojo scene, I don't know what the call is she got. I can't remember the specific call. But I, re- I swear that the next call, the next call, the next shot is that we're just in a college. Yep. There's a woman doing a presentation and she's just going on. She's a lecturer. Imagine. Yeah. You work for Santa. Yeah. You're all my little elves. You're all my little reindeer. And and she singles out one girl who's got a, a rather large nose. Yeah. And she goes, and you're Rudolph with your big red nose. Yeah. It's like, so uncool. No, okay. If you answer my question correctly, then you might get an extra five points on your paper as a Christmas gift. All right. Oh, you little reindeer. Y'all are out celebrating with your boss. You're in a bar. You know, celebrating with the boss, that little chubby guy, you know, (laughs) in the red suit with the beard, Santa. And Santa has had a whole lot of beer to drink tonight. In fact, he's just plum wasted. (laughs) And all you little reindeer, y'all are pretty kicked to the curb too. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Now, all of a sudden, you, you are Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. (laughs) And that red bulb in your nose, it just explodes because you had a tequila shot that just didn't agree with you. (laughs) Now, that explosion is so loud that it causes some drunk guy to fall off of his barstool over here. And all of a sudden, a big old brawl ensues and everybody's just fighting, kind of like in one of the movies, you know, where everybody's just fighting for no apparent reason. Uh, but she goes on for ages. She's like, you're all drinking in a bar with Santa. Uh, and then... You... And she gets a textbook and she goes, fucking what? And she yeah. smashes it on the lectern and she goes, and bang! Santa's broken a chair over some greaser's head because <laughs> he was going to try and hit Rudolph. And then she's like, if you can answer the question correctly, I'll give you five extra points or something. Hmm. So did it, is, he, is Santa Claus culpable of this? Is he couple of that? And all the students are pretending to like, none of them are going, what the fuck is going on? Because they all just want the five extra points. Yeah, so they're yeah. all laughing at her like she's funny, but they're all secretly terrified of her. And then, <laughs> yeah, for, Santa's little reindeer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For no reason that's ever explained and doesn't make any sense, Jesse, the karate kid, uh, is sitting, he just stood at the back of the auditorium and he goes, in his gi, in his gi still, in his red gi, he goes, None of the above. And she, and she gets so excited. She's like, oh, yes, you are right. You are right. And he's yeah, like, she, like, runs up the stairs to him. And he's like, Santa was protecting his Rudolph, so, it's, so this it doesn't count. Yeah, it's not aggra- aggravated assault, mm. and it's not assault. He was uh, he was defending Rudolph. Yeah, yeah, And she's yeah. like, you're absolutely right. Uh, who are you? And he's like, I'm Jesse, the autistic karate kid. <laughs> but she knows. She knows it's him. She's like, are you Jesse or something like that? And then he's like, yes. And then he just walks off. He just walks off. Guilty of reckless and dangerous. The answer is none of the above. Do I know you, young man? Santa Claus is guilty of nothing. He acted in defense of another. He was protecting his friend Rudolph. You're correct. You are absolutely correct. Are you Jesse? We cut from that scene and we go into the same room that we've been in. They've just moved the furniture around and it's the blonde haired lecturer and then it's Abby, Jesse's mom. Mm-hmm. And Abby is 
she's basically saying that uh, I can't remember how they get onto the conversation. But Abby's being crazy intense. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's like trying to do Denzel in Training Day. Yeah, and for no, and the, and but like asking the asking about her husband, the 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 lawyer, the law lecturer is essentially saying, I don't know anything about that. And then Abby tells a story about how before she got married. When I was 16, I went to a psychic fair and got a reading. You know what that is? Yeah. I... The psychic told me that I would get married, have one son, and that my husband would go on a journey that would be of a major concern to me. When I asked her for more, she looked unhappy and then refused to tell me anything else. That psychic was you. Look, it was you. It was her. She was the psychic. And then she goes crazy and she's like, yeah, so what? I was broken. I was I was leading a bad way in life and I was working at these psychic fairs so I could put myself through law school. I remember. And I can't look at bodies anymore. I keep. I, I see these visions of bodies and I, I can't do it anymore. So I, I wanted to teach and, and be with children, nonce, and be with children <laughs> and, and have joy and happiness. But I'm still tormented by the visions of bodies and I can't. She says bodies about 37,000 <laughs> times. I can't see bodies anymore. <laughs> What, what am I watching? <laughs> Do you want to see those psychic visions and stuff? I'm sure she says and stuff at one point. It's fucking dreadful. Okay, but nobody around here knows anything about my little psychic past stuff. Now, I don't even know how you found me. How did you find me, by the way? Everyone in my profession says I'm a very resourceful woman. And what profession is that? Why don't you guess? Marketing. Yes. Oh, dang. You see? No, no, I don't see. I mean, I do see, but I don't want to see, okay? I used to help the police. They wanted me to help them find missing people, and you know what I found? I found a bunch of dead bodies. It's all I could see, and I don't want to see a bunch of dead bodies, okay? You have no idea what it's like to see dead people, and ugh, it's it, it just creepy and it creeped me out so much that I didn't want to do it anymore. So I paid my way through law school by doing all those stupid little psychic fairs that you just happened to find me out. But I think it's time for you to leave, okay? Because I don't want and to remember And then Abby, like, pulls out a knife. And you're like, well, this is this escalated quickly. <laughs> it's a massive knife. Yeah, it's like some huge flick knife. Flick knife. Pops it on the desk and she's like, this was my husband's life or something like that to the to the lady, the other lady. And then she's like, I don't want it. Didn't you hear me? I didn't tell you. I don't want to see those bodies and stuff. And she's and then Abby like slides her a business card across the table and goes, you can leave that to return the knife to me or something. And then just what, leaves? Yeah. And then I think we get more nightmares. Yeah. With um, well, I think it's tea time again, and she's got a she's got a, a pizza this time. Oh, yeah. Pizza's still up, and uh, and he comes down, and he's like, "I'm not eating anything. I've got to I've got to practice on my karate. I'm already up to a so and so belt. Yeah, I've only got so many more belts to go." Uh -huh. and, he, and he and he goes upstairs, and she's like, "No, come back. Hey, you you pizza's here. It's not cold." Because mm -hmm. they're yeah. trying to be like, "Huh?" Ah, she's like, Ooh. "Yeah, she was paying attention. She's an okay mom." Yeah. And then, and then, do we get no more nightmares? I think we get another nightmare. We get no nightmares. Eric Roberts up there on the screen, like, you know, I don't saw that guy, don't you? Met Christopher Nolan, <laughs> really cool guy. 
Our Keith Ledger. Do you want to know how I got these scars? I don't know about Julia's secrets. I know about them. I'll tell them all. Uh, he's just Eric Roberts and they're rambling. Incoherently just <laughs> rambling. It's like he, they just got him drunk and went, Cole just rolls to I, see what he does. I feel like he's just always drunk now, Eric Roberts. Like, he pops up in all these movies and I'm just like, what are you doing, bro? What's going on, man? Like It's rough. Yeah, yeah. So the dream goes on and... Um, and then we and go, then the dad's in it a little bit. Yeah, and he's seeing the dad. And, and in the dream, we should describe what's going on in the dream. In some of the dreams, it's the people in the audience are watching Eric Roberts ramble on. And then bits of it... And they're in a big theatre, a movie yeah, theatre. And then bits of it, they're being chased around by a gun-toting, ma- like, clown mask-wearing guy. Yeah, a guy with a clown mask and an Uzi with a silencer. Uh-huh. And he's, like, sticking it in people's face. Yeah, I, I, I know, like, listener... I understand the words that are coming out of my mouth. Yeah, it's yeah, happened. Yeah, and then um, a clown with an Uzi, and then some bits of rear just like friends and stuff having fun. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> weird. I don't know. I genuinely feel like I'm going to wake up again. <laughs> that was fucked. Um, and then I think <sighs> we're going to miss stuff out. I don't even care. Of course we are. Like, does she go to the? She gets a message to go to a, a place to meet Jay. Yeah, she does. Abby gets a message to go meet a guy called Jay. Someone calls her. Yeah, just after yes. that. She's, this is one of the bits where she's on the phone. She's in the kitchen, I think, with her blonde friend or something. And she's just rambling on about marketing or what marketing invade comments. Yeah, she's on the phone and, and this friend that used to live down the street yeah, yeah. is going to be babysitting for Jesse, but uh-huh. she's got to finish her important marketing yeah. call first. So she smashes through the marketing call and she, she and can... she's like, um, I can I can sell gravy for Christmas. Yeah. Is what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna hit two things two or three things in one. Uh women don't have to do the cooking. Uh. Men and women can do the cooking. So yeah, Mrs. Claus has prepared the turkey, but Santa Claus pours it all over. And it's and gravy's hot, so that'll keep you warm in winter. It's like, how are you successful? She's she's Mrs. Market, Miss Market over here. Mental. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, and then the blonde friend can't get away in edgeways. And then just essentially, just Abby's like, yeah, can you believe that we used to live near each other? And look how successful I am now. Anyway, well, good luck. I look after Jesse. He's a butter. <laughs> <laughs> and the blonde friend is like. So, because uh, Abby, the mother, says to the blonde friend who's going to be babysitting, she's like, by the way, he's having, like, nightmares about drunk Eric Roberts and then a clown with an Uzi. Just just sort of just say, oh, no, and just try and change the subject. And the blonde friend is like, well, have you thought about taking him to see a psychiatrist or a yeah. therapist or whatever? And the mum's like, no, <laughs> I don't need that shit. He doesn't need that shit. Don't ever bring that up again. I'm gonna let We're him, fine. I'm gonna let him tough this out like a real man. He's gonna suppress those feelings deep down inside what? of him, okay? We're not gonna address anything and we're not gonna talk about it. Great. Plus, I've had dreams about killer clowns. <laughs> He'll be fine. Jesus Christ. If I choose about killer clowns, killer fish, what are you? Look, he thinks if he gets a black belt, his dad's gonna come back. What yeah. harm can happen? <laughs> and then, yeah. And then she gets the call and it's like. She was super shocked looking around. She's like, how did you get this number? Who's who's got this phone? Yeah, well it says Bob on the on yeah, the iPhone, yeah. like call an ID, doesn't it? And she's like, Where the hell have you been? Yeah. Oh, you're not Bob. Who are you? 
It's one of my biggest fears is when I get to this to the age where people start calling me Bob. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want it. Don't fucking start. <laughs> I, w- I would not. <laughs> so yeah, so she then goes. Uh, Abby sort of rushes and rushes off. She does really. She just we just go to the next scene. By the way, the transitions in this film are hilarious. Mm-hmm. There's like spiral zooms and all sorts of weird shit into the next scene. It's yeah. like watching a Nickelodeon kids show. It's like a kaleidoscope. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a Christmas themed kaleidoscope. It looks like that. Um, as it wipes to the next scene it's so fucked yeah uh, so we go to the next scene and we get um, Abby in it's like a it's where you a diner f- it's like a diner and they're using it to feed like, like a sandwich shop thing yeah like a like a like that and they're using it to you to set up to feed the less fortunate and the homeless yeah and she comes in and she's immediately a bitch to the girl working behind she's like the work the woman on the soup kitchen line is like look no one's here yet, but, you know, if you're going to have to wait around for an hour, you may as well help out. Mm. And she's just like, no, fuck these people. <laughs> just like, oh, you you think I'm here to mm. do that? I'm, I'm not. Yeah. And, and then two people come in, and Abby goes to this woman she's never met. She goes, I thought you said people weren't coming for an hour. <laughs> and then she, like, starts getting some tongs of salad into a bowl for them. <laughs> it's another lovely bowl of... Nothing, <clears throat> nothing keeps you warm and full up on a... Snowy Christmas evening when you're living on the street, bath than a big bowl of salad, <laughs> big bowl of coslets, lovely. Um, and then it cuts, and she's just randomly talking to the guy behind the counter, who is fucking scary, by the yeah. way. Like he's this big black dude, and he's just like everything she says, he just takes offense to it. She's like, "Are you Ray?" And he's like, "Why would you think I'm Ray? Who the fuck is called Ray?" He was going to say, fuck, there's a swearing in the movie. Yeah, but he, it feels like yeah, that. yeah, but so aggressive. Like, and he's like, Ray's a letter or something. Or, or is it Jay? Jay. Yeah, Jay is a thing. Jay, Jay is a letter or a bird. Do I look like a bird to you or a letter? He's like, I don't fucking know, dude. I just yeah. asked you a question. She's like, what's going on? Yeah, are you not Jay? Are you Jay? Like, just say you're Jay or not. Do I, cool. sh- should I take my pocket out? What's going on here? <laughs> are you Jay? Do I look like Jay? I'm sorry, I don't know what Jay looks like. Do I look like AJ? Hmm? Oh, sure, why not? Jay's a pretty common name. Jay's a letter of the alphabet, and I don't think I look like a letter. It's also a bird, as in blue Jay, and I'm not blue. Do I look blue to you? Huh? Are you trying to call me blue? How would you like it if I called you W? Huh? I, I don't, I, uh, I'm just looking. Yeah, and he's just been such a knobhead to her. And then, like, it culminates with him being like, yeah, Jay gave me his spot, but that was a year and a half ago. He doesn't even work here anymore. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, oh that's weird, because on the phone he told me to meet him here. Okay. Sure, see you later. And she starts to leave. And he's like, oh, we're just messing around. I'm just, just joking with you. And he shouts Jay from the back. Jay still owns this spot. I just work here. Hey, Jay. Like, Jay, can we have a fucking... Can I have a word about your employee over here, please? Because well, I said at the time, she just gets some of the soup that they're giving out to the homeless and just chugs it at him, like... Shakes it in his face. Like Rorschach. <laughs> fucking watch, man. <laughs> You're locked in here with me. Fuck you. <laughs> um, and, and, and Jay comes out and... He's like, oh, sorry about my, uh, sorry about my friend's sense of humor. He's, oh, he's a card. He's he was, like, he's a cunt. He's a cunt. <laughs> Jay as well is like, he, he's such a weirdly looking dude to me. Like he was striking in a sense. Like yeah, I kind of like Arthur Morgan from Wish. I wanted to draw him. Yeah. <laughs> he look, 
it's crazy because I was like, I don't want to insult anybody, but like you know, when you, you know, when you look at some actors and you think, God, that's a handsome man. Mm. Jay was almost there. Yeah, 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 like it's like there was just like he just just one thing was out of place, and I was like, mm, you're never gonna make it in this town, buddy. <laughs> you're gonna end up making the karate Christmas movies and stuff like that. Um, it, it, that's another weird conversation, him and Jay, and he's so like, weird. She's talking about Robert, and and he's like, oh yeah, Robert, Robert's the best dude in the world. By the mm. way, we slowly learn from every all these little encounters that, yeah, Robert used to come and he'd, he'd feed people, and he'd cook in the home the shelter. Later on, we find out that like, well, I'll get to that bit, but like, mm. yeah, he does all these little bits, and you think, where the fuck was he? Like, how was he raising a kid? Yeah, because all the interactions and all the stories we've had about this wonderful dad is how he does. Like, in one scene earlier on, we've missed it. Jesse wants to paint a bird box with his mum. Yeah, she's yeah. like, oh, I'm not very good at this stuff. And he's like, oh, I miss Dad. And it's like, it's painted as he did all this shit. But then we learn he did all this stuff away from the house as well. It was like, how does he have time to do it all? Yeah. This wonder human. Clearly. Clearly got a second family. Mm. Some bullshit going on. Yeah. Um, it's like the prestige and there's two of them. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. Um, and then what else? What else happens in the forty minutes? And this is this is it. We usually watch like a two hour. We can watch a two hour film and remember most of it. And this it was so mental. We had to go. You know what? Let's just do half. We'll get to half, and we'll do the other half next week. Don't be daft. Take half. When it's, it's mad. Um, we get a we get a scene of the blonde lecturer and and Abby go drinking. Yeah, I think we get another nightmare just to randomly break it up. Mm. And this one's a little bit more interesting because rather than... Yeah, there's like some random dad who's leaving his <laughs> theatre to his daughter. Well, it's, it's Martin Cove, who... I, I don't know if you've seen Karate Kid. He's the bad guy in Karate Kid from the original Karate Kid. I mean, I've seen Karate Kid, but I didn't so know, you know the Cobra, him. you know the Cobra Kai? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the Cobra Kai sensei. Okay. Um, I didn't know it was him. But... He, he's a bit of an 80s sort of action star, I guess. It's just, why is Martin Cove up there? Why is Eric Roberts up there? What Anyway, yeah, like you say, Martin Cove is up on the screen explaining that he's going to give the theatre to, I'm assuming his granddaughter or his daughter. And there's this there's one person in the theatre and she's crying mm -hmm. watching him. Yeah, it's like a girl or something. But he starts the scene in a clown mask. Yep. And he takes the clown mask off and, yeah, he's like, oh, I'm going to give you this there. I'm really excited to see what you do with it. And then he has, like, a really sinister moment where he's like, don't be, be careful with these two-faced killer clowns and they'll turn their faces on you. And then he puts the mask back on you. are like, what the fuck is going on? What does any of this have to do with anything? And Aurora... As your birthday gift in front of all these wonderful people, I'd like to give you this palace theater. I see full control over to you to finally do all the things with it that you've been yapping about all these years. So get ready. You clowns, you two-faced hags. She's got big plans for this place. And she's the smartest, most driven person I've met and that says a lot. I love you, Aurora. And I know you'll be great. But remember. <laughs> and then that ends, and we then go to the scene with the lecturer. Well, I think the son wakes up. Oh, and, yeah. And he's shouting, Mum again, or oh, she's already there. And he's like, there was a there was an old guy, and he, he, he had a clown mask, and he gave, his, he gave this woman a theatre, mm -hmm. and it was present. And she's like, okay. 
<laughs> sure. Um, I don't know if we've missed it or if it comes later, but I'm just going to pick it up now because I think when we get to the, the bar after that, there's one more scene, and I think that's it for this week. But what we should say is when the woman's babysitting for the kid, we get a great little scene where mm. he's explaining the belts. Yeah. So, and it's like, it's it's like really shittily done, like blurry art, of, <laughs> like eagles flying across the sky and like waterfalls. And then like someone's put in pictures of the belts. Yeah. And then he's explaining it and he's like, the orange belt shows the power of the sun. And that signifies the beginning or birth of a seed. A white belt is a beginner, searching for knowledge and the beginning of life's cycle. The yellow belt symbolizes the first beams of sunlight which shine upon the seed, giving it new strength with the beginning of new life. Knowledge is germinating. An orange belt represents the growing power of the sun as it warms the earth to prepare for new growth. The body and mind are starting to open and develop. The green belt signifies the growth of the seed as it reaches toward the sun and begins to transform into a recognizable life. There is strengthening of the mind and refining of techniques. A blue belt represents the blue sky. As life sprouts from the earth, the light feeds the life so it can continue to grow. Additional knowledge and power are obtained. The purple belt represents the changing of the sky to dawn. Here, there is great advancement. It takes longer to get through purple belt than all the previous belts. Wow. Well, what about all the other belts? I'm only up to a purple belt. So can you cut a kid a break? The green belt is about regeneration and yeah. it's the Earth's power. And it's like, what? I just kept looking at Rogue going, what am I watching? You just felt really bad for the woman babysitting him. And she'd be like, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know it was going to be like this. I thought we could just like pop Peppa Pig on or something. I don't know what you kids watch these days. And you just shut the fuck up. I didn't realize you were going to follow me around going, the green belt. <laughs> and the brown belt. In your ghee, yeah. that ghee is starting to smell <laughs> big time. By the way, bro, we need to we need to have a talk about the ghee. Yeah, you are not going to get your black belt before Christmas, bro. Let it go. Uh, that is staying. I'll gone. just give you a black belt. I'll give you a black belt, and I'll get some actor to show up called Bob. Just show up. Where you blow his brains out of the doorway. See, he's dead. He's gone forever. <laughs> get over it. Um, but yeah. So then we go to the scene of the. We get a bit of the the, the 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 psychic law lecturer. She's giving a lecture, again, mental, and she's just saying all sorts of stupid rambling oh, bullshit. And she spots the, yeah. She's going off on one about something. I can't remember. There's literally one person in the lecture with her, and then she spots the knife on, the, on her desk, and she has a psychic dilemma where she just, she loses focus. She just trips out. Uh, she's tripping out, and we get some really cool, like, nothing effects going on um and then she's like to the person in the lecture hall go home it's christmas you need to go home now and then we go to the bar with abby and her well so, do we go to the creek would do the, do we go to the dojo first oh yeah and it's the women's self-defense class and then we go to the bar right you're right it's women's self-defense class so the psychic law lecturer and abby are both there at the dojo and it's the women's self-defense class and she's trying to explain to her that your husband never used this knife in self-defense. She's like, what do you mean? She's like, yeah, your husband never used the knife in self-defense. That's what the police thought. But I have a psychic feeling 
that he used to run this women's self-defense class every Tuesday night or something. And this was the knife he'd used to train them with. That's the psychic feeling I'm getting. And it's like, what? I never knew he did a women's self-defense class on a Tuesday night or whatever. And she's like, yes, yes. She's like, he was a black belt. Oh my God, yeah. Bob was not using this knife to defend himself in that theater. He was using it here to teach women how to defend themselves. This is a self-defense class for women. This is where this knife comes from. Bob was using this to teach these women how to defend themselves, and he just left with it. He forgot he even had it on him. No, this doesn't make sense. Maybe the powers in the universe are trying to teach you something, Abby. Maybe guide you to learn a little bit about your husband, things you didn't even know. Maybe even surprise you. Not like bad surprises or something. It's not like Bob had a whole other family or something, you know, like that. Hey, Abby, your husband was a black belt. What? And Abby goes, how did I not know my own husband was a black belt? It's like, <laughs> what is going on? Why does it matter? Why does it matter? He was a black belt, don't you see? How did I not know that? It's, it's super important because he was a black belt. And you're like, oh, God, oh, fuck me, man. And then do you go to the bar? Yeah, and they're just getting shit faced. Just getting hammered. Just getting hammered, these two. They're just talking absolute bullshit to each other. I can't remember. I cannot remember the conversation they were having. Yeah, the blonde lecturer lady needs to have a water she was going off about how basically privileged abby is oh your parents pay for you to go through school you have a new car every two years oh you miss high getting his he getting his black belt before christmas in order to get his daddy back and now he doesn't want to talk how could i have not known my own husband had a black belt in karate Oh, I, I sense that he was trying to tell you, but you're just too busy to listen. Is this what the spirits are telling you? That I was neglecting my husband or something? <laughs> no, right now, the only spirits that are talking to me are in those bottles. Look, you are a very successful businesswoman, and you're a pretty average mother. I'm more than an average mother. Maybe, but you do need to pay more attention. And I worked very hard all my life. Yes, you work hard, but you also had a pony. You you went to private prep school. You even had a sweet 16 coming out party. And you went to Yale and your parents paid for absolutely everything. You had a very lavish wedding. You had an even more lavish honeymoon. Did you get a new car every two years? I think it's like, oh, we're seeing her psychic power. You know, like, oh, she's reading her and she's getting all this stuff. But because there's no, like, inference of that, it just seems like someone making stuff up and then criticizing the other person. Like, oh, you seem like this kind of person. I think, and obviously I've only seen as much as you have. We're only halfway through. I think we're getting a bit of... A Christmas Carol. Okay. We're getting the modern retelling of A Christmas Carol. Yeah. And we're getting, she's not a very present mother. Yes. She's not very caring of other people. Mm-hmm. She's very rich and looks down on everybody. And I think this whole experience with clowns and Uzis and karate and autism <laughs> is going to teach her, Rob, 
to be a better person. Yeah. I th- honestly think that's where it's going. I, Genuinely. I would say you're probably giving more credit to the people making this film <laughs> than I think is due. I don't think that's going to happen. I think he's going to get his black belt and his dad's going to magically appear <laughs> under the tree. I really hope he kills them all. <laughs> wrapped up in a box. <laughs> yeah. It'd be so good if that was the ending, but I don't think it's going to be. But yeah, these two are getting shit-faced in a bar. She's basically the psych, the psychic law lecturer is just doing some readings on her, and then she's going on about how good and hard-working her husband was. Yeah, and he was like, he had to pay for everything himself. Why? What the fuck? They were married. These two people were married. Was he just, like, living like a bum while his wife was like, it's my money, Robert. Yeah. <laughs> it's my money, Robert. We've got salad for dinner. Yes. Just because my parents buy me a new car every two years doesn't mean we can have the heating on, Robert, <laughs> because you're a bum. Where are you going on Tuesday night, Robert? Yeah. Don't lie to me about women's self-defense. Or the soup kitchen. What's her fucking name, Robert? <laughs> um, and then, yeah, and then that whole thing ends, and then we go to the... We get another nightmare scene. <laughs> just Eric Roberts Hammer singing Sweet Caroline, rubbing his nipples. Uh, it's not. Um, I would have loved it if it had been. And the kid wakes up from the nightmare and his mum's there with him and he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, I'm going to, from now on. I'm I have gonna... a I have a present for you. <laughs> yeah, from now on. I'm not going to be talking until I get my black belt. I'm not going to say a word. And then he just starts doing sit-ups in bed. <laughs> So that's that's love you all by tune in tune in for part two next week. I don't know. Reminder: that episode you've just listened to was fucking stupid. If you've taken it seriously, you're a moron.